Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 162 of Beyond Retirement. For the first interview of season four, I had the pleasure of chatting with E.A. Solkovitz, the founder and patriarch of Givers University. If you haven't listened to EA's interview yet, I suggest that you go and listen to it as soon as we're done here. You don't want to miss out on the wisdom he's shared. I really enjoyed the conversation that EA and I had. I believe that heading into our beyond retirement phase of life is a great time to start taking a look at the people we're hanging around with, if we haven't done that already. EA said there are really three groups that a person can be categorized into based on their actions. There are givers and there are takers. And as expected, they have different characteristics and they interact differently with us. The third group is made up of the fence sitters, the folks who behave as either a giver or a taker, depending on whose company they're in. This group is by far the largest of the three, as you can imagine. I've been thinking about this a lot since our conversation, trying to figure out how to make it all make sense from a beyond retirement point of view. One of the ways EA defines the differences between givers and takers is in what they share with others. Givers bring wisdom, wealth, and wellness to their relationships, and takers bring defeatism, destruction, and disruption to their relationships. Just by going by those gifts, if you can call them that, I think it's pretty easy to see that you'd be gaining a lot more from a relationship with a giver than with a taker, regardless of what phase of life you're in. And as we travel the road beyond retirement, I think we're going to find that wisdom, wealth, and wellness are concepts that we want to pursue, whether or not we've done so up to this point. Because these are the concepts that are going to take us forward and bring us closer to the joy and the fulfillment that we're looking for in this stage of life. So being able to figure out whether you're chatting with a giver or a taker is a pretty important skill to acquire, I'd say. The next thing EA mentioned is the idea that we should separate the people in our lives from their actions. Usually, we make a decision about a person based on what they say and what they do. We decide whether or not we like them because we either like or dislike their actions and their words. But EA pointed out that we can like or love a person and not like or love what they're doing. He called this discernment. So I looked it up. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines discernment as the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. Now, to grasp, as you might imagine, means to lay hold of with the mind. And obscure means not known to most people, likely to be understood by only a few people, difficult or impossible to know completely and with certainty. So, the bottom line here is that developing the quality of discernment 
will probably set you apart from the majority of people. And with this skill, you'll be able to really see people for who they are and figure out whether they're going to drain you or fill you up. And I think it's safe to say that by the time we get to the stage of life we're in now, we aren't looking for people to drain us. Something I learned quite a while ago that stuck with me is the idea that you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. The idea here is that you start to think like these people and act like these people, so consequently, your choices become similar, and you'll eventually rise or fall to the level that is about midline in that group. Depending on the group you're in, you're someone's number one or number five, too, and they'll be moving up or down to match where you are. All of this is quite subconscious, of course, but the act of finding and maximizing the potential of your group should be no accident, especially as you're going into your retirement years. You'll want to find people who share your interests and values, people who see things the way you do, because these are the people who are going to help you make the transition and create the best life you're going to have. So how do you find these people? I think the first step is to start examining the people that you spend time with now. What are they doing? What are they saying that they want to do in the future? Are they encouraging each other to strive for more? Or are they suggesting that people slow down and take it easy? And not try to create a different life for themselves? Do they offer to help people move forward or upward? Or do they quietly tug at those people to keep them doing the same old thing day in and day out? I'm not saying any of these things are good or bad. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe there are ways to look at and evaluate what people are doing and saying. So you'll be better able to to determine if the people around you are givers or takers. You should also take a look at yourself and your actions. Do you spend your time sharing your knowledge and skills with others? Or do you spend most of your time thinking about how you're not where you wanted to be by this point in your life? Do you wake up in the morning with a smile, looking forward to what the day has in store? Or do you groan as you drag yourself out of bed, wishing you could just stay there? And maybe you can just stay there. After all, one of the joys of retirement is getting to choose what you do with your day, right? But do you want to feel that way every single day? I know I don't. I want to look forward to the day ahead and see what I'm going to learn or accomplish in it. If I can find some way to help someone else get ahead too then that's a bonus. I guess what I'm saying is that I really liked EA's suggestion that discernment is important at any stage in life. But I think it's even more so now, as I head further down the road on my journey. I plan to meet a lot of people in the years ahead, and while I'll be looking for the best in all of them, I'm sure there'll be the odd individual with whom uh, I might decide to limit my exposure. And of course, there will likely be people I meet who will do their best to limit exposure with me. It's only fair. I just want to leave you with one final thought. And it's become my byline, I guess. It's your life. Live it. I hope you'll join me next week when I'm talking with Lawrence Kotlikoff about how to recover when your retirement plans go awry. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.